welcome to the Borderlands Church broadcast. I'm Pastor Nathan Perry, here with the other pastor, Matthew Yates. Hey Nathan, how's it going? It's going pretty good. So over these past few weeks, you've heard us talk about our core values, and we're still uh, continuing on with that series. Um, So what do you got for us today? Well, we're talking today about the last first, first last principle. You know, Jesus teaches a lot about uh, kingdom structure, and one of the biggest things he tried to drill into his apostles, who really didn't get it at the time, but they got it later, was, look, if you want to be great in the kingdom of God, you got to be willing to be last, not first. So I like to call it the first, last, last, first principle. I don't know. People probably call it whatever, but basically it's putting others first. And Jesus used a, a lot of illustrations uh, about that. You know, one that we have on our website that kind of depicts that core value is Mark nine thirty three, when uh, they were coming into Capernaum and they're sitting down and Jesus is like, hey guys, what were you talking about on the way out here? He already knew. They were talking about who wanted to be the greatest in the kingdom of God. And there was always that constant power struggle, right? And and so last week, you know, we talked about uh, power under people, power perfected in weakness, and the the kind of power in the kingdom is kind of upside down. Well, just about everything that you talk about in the kingdom of God, Jesus described it as upside down. It's pretty much the way you think, exactly opposite, (laughs) don't you think? So uh, one of the things that... uh, you know, he did was pull a little child into the midst of the disciples and said, hey, if you want to be in the kingdom of God and you want to be great, you got to be like one of these little children, you know, innocent, not a whole lot of clout, not a whole lot of ability. Uh, you know, you need to learn how to put others first and be willing to be last. Yeah. And it's funny that because children, also women, weren't even citizens. They weren't they right were, in, in they were nobody. century Palestine. Right? Yeah. They were a bunch of nobodies and. Um, Thank God there's somebody today, right? Right, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, we have laws now protecting children, but sure, in, uh, in biblical times, yeah, children were definitely not... It's a different dynamic. Different dynamic, yeah. So I think it's interesting when Jesus says that we have to now be like these children. We have to be willing to be these these second-class citizens. That way we can elevate others in the kingdom of God. Right, and so the second-class citizens in a kingdom where there are no classes <laughs> is first class, right? So I like to I like to go to Matthew chapter twenty, where you know Jesus is talking about the uh, master of the house. You know, he says the kingdom of God is like the master of a house who has a vineyard, and he goes out into the marketplace early in the morning, probably like six a.m., and he finds some workers. Uh, some big, strong, healthy workers to come and work in his vineyard in the heat, the sun the pouring down on them, the, the sweat pouring off their brow. And he says, hey, I'll pay you a full day's wage, a denarius. That's a full day's wage back then. And, and so they go and they work. And he's like, man, I need more workers here. So I'm going to go back out to the marketplace about 9 a.m. And I'm going to find some more workers. So he goes and finds maybe a couple of the people that he passed over because they didn't look big and strong or they didn't look like they could take it. But, you know, he needs more workers. So he's coming back and he says, hey, you know, you guys, you're still standing around. Come with me. I'll, I'll pay you a full day's wage, whatever's fair. Come and work in my vineyard. And then that's not enough. He still has more work to do and they can't finish all the work. So he goes back out at noon. Right. It's lunchtime. And you wonder, why are these people still here? Why, why haven't they found some work yet? Well, 
Jesus says the master of that house goes out and says, hey, come and work in my vineyard. I'll pay you what's fair. He goes back out at 3 o'clock, does the same thing, goes back out at 5 o'clock, one hour before quitting time, and he hires more people to work in his vineyard. And all these people are working in his vineyard, and then it comes 6 o'clock, half a day, right? 12 hours later. These guys worked a whole half a day, 12 hours. And they come up to him, and, and they're going to get paid. And he goes, all right, let's start with the back of the line. Those people that were hired at 5 o'clock, come up here and get your pay. It gives them a whole denarius. Everybody's probably looking around thinking, wait a minute, this isn't fair. <laughs> I've been working here all day. These guys come in, and that's what he agreed to pay me. Maybe he's going to pay me more. Then he gets to the next people and the next people. They're all paid the same wage, and he gets the people who've been there for 12 hours, working hard, sweating it out, working in his vineyard, and he gives them a denarius, the same he paid the guy that worked an hour, right? And I think, man, that's the most unfair thing in the world. If the kingdom of heaven is like this, who can be a part of it? Anybody? Everybody? All at once, and they all get paid the same? Well, Jesus was trying to drive home a principle here. He's trying to drive home the fact that even though there are strong people and they look like they can work, and even though there are less strong people and they can still work, and even though there are very weak people that were still left out in the marketplace at the very end of the day, those were the people, Pastor Nathan, that nobody wanted to hire. <laughs> those were the least, the last, the lost, the ones that may have been frail, uh, funny looking, whatever, overweight, you know, like, like myself. Uh, but these were the guys that got picked last at kickball, right? But Jesus is trying to drive home a principle that in the kingdom of God, there's a place for everybody. There's absolute equality. There's an undeserving love. There's an undeserving wage for every single person. And Jesus was clear that the wages of sin uh, is death but the gift of God is eternal life. So all the people that started raising a fuss because the people that came there last to work got the same wage as them, uh, Jesus said, look, the master of the house is like, hey, I can do what I want. It's my vineyard. It's my money. There's no law against this. I can do what I want. You guys should be happy that you got paid. So the principle Jesus is trying to drive home here is that even the people on the fringe— have a place in the kingdom of God. And it's a first place, because those people that came last, they got paid first. So Jesus is trying to say, look, in the, in the power structure of the kingdom, it's an others-centered love. It's an others-centered uh, way of doing things, not stepping in front of people and stepping on top of people, but being inclusive of all types of people. So that goes pretty well with uh, the core value that we're talking about today and how we're trying to structure Borderlands Church, right? Definitely. Um, we're all about putting others first and recognizing that, uh, you know, we're we're here as a church to uplift the community and be a part of the community and help them uh, and help the community and help people in the community um, uh, find God and realize that they have a purpose in this kingdom. Um, and especially those, it's, you know, one of my favorite parts of the story is, you know, the people at the end, they obviously... They weren't picked to to be workers because they probably had some kind of limitation that right, caused right. them to be less than uh, less than the best workers possible. You know, 
And in God's kingdom, it's those people who we actually we give more honor to. Right. Um, so I think that's a really special part of this church plant and the kingdom of God is that even those who the world would look at and be like, oh, they have they have a limitation and you know they're not they're not able to do much. We'll just put them in the corner and you know pacify them. No, in in the church in God's kingdom, they have a role that is just as important as me or you preaching every Sunday, if actually it's more important than our role. Exactly. Their role plays a bigger part, um, and we're here to give them the keys and be like, here, we give you permission, and and we support you in your role, and we're going to help you any way we can. The first, last, and the last first principle. So, you know, we as teachers and preachers of the gospel— uh, you know, people look to us and think, well, you're qualified to do this, you're qualified to do that, oh, you're, you're greater than I am, or you can pray better than me. That's not the way it is in the kingdom of God, or, or at least it's not the way it, it exists in the eyes of Jesus. Now, in Christendom, our power structure of the church and whatever, that might be evident, but if Jesus were here, which he is, he's with us always, he would say that that's not the way you do things. You know, the disciples, Pastor Nathan, you know, James and John, they sent their mommy to Jesus. Hey, look, tell Jesus we want to be at his right and left. They didn't get it. They thought Jesus was here to establish some big powerful kingdom, to overthrow Rome, to, uh, you know, pull everybody out of the exile that they're in and rule and reign with Jesus as the powerful king. And back then, the way kings took power is they killed other people. They killed other kings. They took over. But Jesus chose to not kill other people, but he chose to give his life for humanity rather than kill his enemies. He gave his life for them. And that's the upside-downness, if you will, of the kingdom of God. That's the last first and the first last principle. You know, that's the last thing that the disciples were expecting was for the Messiah to be crucified. The last thing they were expecting was the very first thing Jesus knew he had to do. In other words, for him to rise from the dead after he's crucified on the cross, he'd become the first fruits of many people who were going to raise from the dead and have a glorified body. And that, you know, that's what we're looking forward to, right? We're, we're looking forward to his appearing. We're looking forward to getting a new body, one like him. He's the first fruits of that. And so that last first, first last principle is something that Jesus always went by. Definitely. And that's a good segue into talking about our church plant. So we only have a few minutes left in this broadcast, and we just want to let you know that you have a place at the table at Borderlands Church, and we would love for you to come and be a part of it. We would love for you to bring your gifts, um, even the gifts that you think that um, people will look at and, and say, oh, these aren't good enough. Yes, they're good enough in the kingdom of God. God has given you a gift, even if you haven't realized it. And we'd love for you to uh, be a part of it. If, you, if you're part of the least, the last, and the lost, well, you're in good company because yeah. we at Borderlands Church, that's who we are. Uh, by the grace of God, um, um, we, we know Jesus, and um, he's using us despite our weakness and limitations. Right. So you're in good company at Borderlands Church, and we'd love for you to come be a part of it. Our, uh, we're, this, is our, this Sunday is our last Sunday that we're meeting at uh, the Eastside Library, and the address is... 3000 Blake James Drive. But starting next week, we're going to start having services at the Double Tree Suites 
off Richmond Road in Lexington, Kentucky, 40509. We're going to start having services. And this is where I believe that the church is going to have opportunities for people to get involved and be a part of something much bigger than themselves um, and for for Jesus, for us to shine Jesus and for Jesus to shine through us. Yeah, we're, we're picking a team, and we're not picking it like the— uh, the normal people would to say, oh, I'm going to take, yeah, him. He can kick the ball farther. I'm taking her. She can run faster, you know. We're, we're taking the whole, the whole boat, right? So one of those analogies I like about first and last and last first, if you're on an island and you're deserted on an island and you're shipwrecked or whatever and a rescue boat comes, it doesn't matter who's first and who's last. As long as everybody can fit on that boat, everybody's going to be happy. So that's kind of like the kingdom of God. You know, we get on that cruise ship, and everybody fits. Everybody has a place. It doesn't matter if you got on there first or if you came in there last. We're all going to go to safety. And that's what the kingdom of God is like. You know, we're looking. We're not, we're not looking to escape this world and, uh, you know, be otherworldly, but we're, we're looking to do great resurrection kind of things right here in this life. And I want to get on that boat. So www.borderlands.church. Email us at info at borderlands.church. And Pastor Nathan, one more time, an invite today. Yes, come today to uh, 3000 Blake James Drive at the East Side Public Library off Palumbo Drive. We'd love for you to come be a part of this church. Come learn what we're doing. And then next week, we're kicking it off. We're going to start having services. Um, we're going to start having opportunities for people to serve and to be involved. And we'd love for you to be a part of it. We'd love for you to... Uh, Come use your gifts, come worship Jesus with us, and uh, have a great time. Yeah, so worship, Bible study, communion, fellowship, everything. Today, 2 p.m., 3000 Blake James Drive at the Lexington East Library, Borderlands, that's plural, dot church, www.borderlands.church. Hey, we'll see everybody next week.